Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about the next step in spreading God's word, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins. And D.S. Ninja is in the I, I know you're not about to put that in your mouth now. I know you're not about to do it. I know you're not about to put that in. Why are you fronting me in front of thousands I, of people? I'm just saying because I'm not trying to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you wouldn't go hear it. Yeah, we, yeah, we will. <laughs> you go put it in there. <laughs> well, I see how this one's going to go. Come on. <laughs> That is the worst. I don't think, I don't think like the listeners, I don't think they actually can hear it, but we do. Because there's episodes in the past where I know you've had candy in your mouth and I hear it. And I'm like, oh man, I might have to try to edit that out or whatever. But I always forget. And then when I go back and listen to it, I never really hear it. Because I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I keep it at the roof of my mouth. Well, we still hear it. Ayla, don't you hear it? No. And she crazy. I mean, maybe when he starts to talk. No, don't get my mouth. No, because I... (laughs) You ain't hear anything. You're too busy going... (laughs) Rubbing his stomach and stuff. Can't do that. Wait, do you still do that? Like rub your stomach like there's like a baby in there? Do you like forget? Oh. All I know is like after five minutes... I did the first week for sure. I know five minutes after Ayla found out she was pregnant, she was rubbing her stomach like she was... (laughs) I was like, hey, like, we just found out. <laughs> I wonder how many times you'll tell that story. Hmm. It's funny, a lot. <laughs> just like when my dad slipped on that ice out here in the house. Look, like, man, I, we ain't talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things that you just have to keep talk, talking about. Well, anyway, we just got done with Christmas. Um, I pur- purposely didn't. I was about to ask you this today, but I purposely didn't ask you because I wanted to hear your thoughts on Christmas today. So how was your Christmas, Ayla? It was good. It didn't feel like Christmas, I don't mm. think, to mm. me. But I think it's because it's been surrounded by so much, like, you know, we had the baby and uh, just getting stuff mm-hmm. on track. <laughs> loss of sleep. Yeah, loss of sleep. <laughs> I mean, we were diapers. <laughs> and we were at the ER the night before. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Yeah. The ER is a dirty place. <laughs> what it, do you mean dirty? It's dirty. It was there. It's just dirty. It's like they don't clean. <laughs> How you gonna be a you know a hospital not clean? You know what I mean? It was just dirty. I don't know what hospital you go to. Yeah, I can't not, say, I'm not, not gonna say that. Not every ER is like that. Because <laughs> yeah, I've been to one nope. up here when I got in a wreck and it wasn't like that. Nah, so. they all like that. No. <laughs> we haven't dropped any names so nobody can sue us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no names, please. Yeah, but I told Daryl when we were there, I was like, keep your hands. Off of everything, yeah. Don't, don't put your hands on anything. Don't. <laughs> I, I, but I, before that, it was cold because I had shorts on. I had my hands in my pocket the whole time anyway because it was cold. But uh, yeah, it was dirty. Like this dude had like cut his hand and was bleeding, and it was slow. Like this dude is sitting in the lobby leaking blood, and they're just and he's just sitting there waiting. It almost seems like no matter what ER you go to, anytime you go to the emergency room, it's four hours. Mm-hmm. We were there for six. From beginning to end, at least four hours. And I don't know why it is. Why did they call it emergency? <laughs> <laughs> emergency room. Yeah, maybe we should <laughs> went to urgent care. <laughs> no, urgent care wasn't open. And we <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez, what's wrong with the system? But Dad, how was your uh, Christmas? It was great. I mean, first Christmas with Peanut here and <laughs> so, <laughs> we all together and, you know. <clears throat> And he slept over. Well, he was over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't yeah, sleeping. Yeah, he wasn't sleeping. Yeah, you guys had to take him. <laughs> uh, I think he might have dozed off like 2.35. Well, I came in the house and you was knocked out. Mouth open, drooling, everything. Yeah, you was knocked out. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, because he had went to sleep about 2.35, woke up a little after 3, mm-hmm. and then went back to sleep after we gave him that. We had the last corner of a bottle wrap <laughs> in the refrigerator. And, and your mom was like, 
after this, we he won't have anything. I said, he drink that. He's going to go to sleep because mm-hmm. he had he had the bottle before. Yeah. He drank that thing. He belched like a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he was out. He just wasn't full. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's crazy. And I remember that when you guys, particularly uh, Tori, because she would drink an ounce and fall asleep for about 30 minutes and wake up. And I remember... Telling your mom, put a pinch of cereal on her milk. She How the, old was Tori? She was like this. Really? Yeah. And um, she wasn't sleeping. She because she was so little, she would drink an ounce, fall asleep for thirty minutes, wake up, and I said, put a, cent- a pinch of cereal on there. She said, the the pediatrician said, don't do it. I said, the pediatrician ain't here three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> she put a pinch of cereal on that milk. What cereal? What type of cereal? Baby cereal. Uh, it's for the milk. Oh. And um, put a s- pinch of cereal in there, shook it up. Tori drank that. She like burp and slept through the night because <laughs> it was heavier on her stomach. Well, did, okay. I know this is kind of awful what we're talking about, but did Tori and I, did we sleep throughout the night for the most part? When we for the most part, you did. Tori did. Oh, yeah. Of course, me being the obedient child and Tori yeah, being the disobedient child. You got older. <laughs> <laughs> But since you guys are not going to ask me, since well, I have to, I was just no, 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 it's okay. I get it. I gotta. I ask all the. I gotta ask the questions. Okay, no. D. How was your Christmas? <laughs> oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't finished with mine. Oh, my. Sorry, my bad. I can't. Well, I guess I technically I can ask you. Hey, when my poster going up on the wall, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he finally got my poster. It was great. It was a surprise. I did not expect it. A poster, uh, a USA picture of me at the Pan Am Games. He got a poster of it. It's going up on the mm-hmm. wall at uh, Sky High Fitness Training Center, Alliance, Ohio. <laughs> like the plug. <laughs> Wait, you really didn't know? No, I didn't. You I didn't tell know. by the case? <laughs> I thought he was going to know by like the little the box that it came no, in. No, I, I did not know. Oh. I had no idea. Yep. Until I opened it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my bad. Um, here we go. Hey, D, how was your Christmas? <laughs> well, thanks for asking, D. Um, my Christmas was really good. It didn't, like Ayla said, it didn't really feel like Christmas. We had no snow. The week leading up to Christmas was, like, really long and busy. Um, it just didn't feel like Christmas. It was fun today. You yeah. Know? It was good seeing family. Um, we came over here. You know, we, you know, ate and um, opened gifts. And then later that evening, <coughs> Ayla's parents came up and, uh, we went bowl. Some of us went bowling, and the other group stayed at home and played games. So it was just a nice, relaxing Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so today's topic, we're we're diving into we're diving in deeper on spreading God's word, and we're highlighting the second step. Which originally, when we had when you had put this together, Dad, we had this like this little bookmark that highlights the different steps. I didn't realize that there was this many components to <laughs> spreading God's word. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> I think a lot of challenges we have today that there's not a lot of discipleship going on. And most professing Christians don't know how to share Christ without fear or an anxiety. Yeah. I think I think the reason why is that uh, and I know this was mainly this was me in the beginning. I was I wouldn't say scared. I guess I was nervous to be wrong, like to say something that's in the Bible and then it'd be like misinterpreted and be wrong. <laughs> but I think the first key point is very important is let the Bible speak. So like if you're explaining the Bible to somebody and they have a question, both you guys go to it and read it. And I don't know if that's what you mean by let it speak. Mm-hmm. But because um, I can tell you all day long what I think. But I at the end of the day, I'm still a human. I could be wrong. But I think it's the best when you go into the Bible you break it down and understand. try to understand what God's saying for yourself. Because I could tell you anything. I could say, oh, if you do this, this and that can happen and be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Versus you going and actually dissecting it yourself. But even on that, to piggyback what you're saying, it's even deeper than that. Because if the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, and, and all scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it's for correcting, rebuking, and instructions in the word of God, allowing the person to read it, they're now conversating with God instead of you because they're, as they're reading it, God is speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And we don't know who God has, has summoned 
or prepared at that time to get the revelation of his son, we don't know. But we do the Great Commission and give the word and allow them to read it and them speak to them. And so God's spirit will quicken their spirit and they get an understanding. Just like in Mark, it's always fascinated me that, that verse in Mark where the two guys are walking with Jesus and they're talking about the crucifixion and all that took place. And Jesus said, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, where you been? All this happened. The guy said this and he did that. And then after, you know, they walk along, Jesus revealed himself to them. He opened their eyes and they recognized who he was. And I'm like, they were walking with Christ and didn't even know it. Have you guys ever been in a situation where you're like explaining or talking about different things in the Bible and then someone's like, oh, or in there in the, whether they read it themselves or not. And they're like, oh, no, this is not true. Like, I know I've had conversations where people where they're like, I believe in God, but I don't necessarily believe the stories in the Bible. So I don't know what to really believe about God, because I think the stories are whatever. So have you ever been in a situation where you're in that situation? Yeah, I have. She got water in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and she slammed the bottle down. There you go. Go ahead. Your sound's now. You can go ahead and swallow it. There you go. Now you're back. <laughs> no, I haven't personally been in that situation where they said that they didn't but just believe the stories. Yeah, you have. We was on the phone together. Yeah, but he didn't say that when I was on the phone. Oh, he said that in your conversation and yeah. then... Yeah, yeah, I have had people actually say that about the stories in the Bible. They're not true. They didn't believe it. So what do you do when you're in a situation of explaining or showing principles in a story and you're using the Bible as a representation? And then for you, Ayla, same question, but like use your imagination. Cause you've never <laughs> <been. Yeah. laughs> well, you know me, I ask questions, well, why don't you believe it? And here's what they always, probably 90% of the time they say because the Bible is written by man. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. And I, yeah, I'll take them to first Peter and it tells the Bible was written by man, but inspired by the Holy spirit. And I said, let me ask you a question. Whatever you believe now and you, where did you get that information? And they said from a book. Well, who wrote that? Mm-hmm. A man. So why would they give more, um, validity to that book and wouldn't give the same to this book mm-hmm. when when the, the Bible is written by the Holy Spirit but used man to do it. It's more or less like they dictated it to man. Yeah. I think it's interesting too because I think most a lot of it comes I think truth comes off of experience too. So people highlight what or um associate truth to what they experience. So if you don't understand the Holy Spirit and you may not understand how God works in your life, so you won't understand the stories. And so, like, just like when you're saying with, like, books, you know, mm-hmm. we know two plus two is four. But when you actually experience putting two things together and another two things together makes four, now you understand, like, you have that experience to be able to back it up. And I think that could be the same thing with the Bible. I never thought about that. It is, but it takes a level of faith also because if you have to see everything, there's no faith there. Yeah. Um, but... That's one of the things, and like I said, I don't get into debates, debates uh, with people with about the Bible. And if they don't or won't understand or won't look at the evidence about the Word of God and accept it, the Word of God, no matter what you tell them, mm-hmm. they're not going to believe it. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that we, as as believer in Christ we have to understand that we don't have to always go to battle with somebody over the word. The yeah. word will do that for itself, Yeah. but they have to be willing to read it. With that being said, the uh, I think what's another thing that's important to do when you're talking to somebody about the Bible is that when you're reading it together and then you ask that person that question, well, what does that mean to you? How do you have a conversation? If someone says something that's, you know, not necessarily correlated to what that's that, what you guys have read, how do you be? How do you stay in a place where you don't kind of combat and argue with the person? Well, that, that, go ahead. Because at that point, that person's reading it and it's like, okay, this is my interpretation of it. So how do you have that conversation and be like, okay, you know, this might not be it. Well, you remember, you conversate with with them and you're leading them. And who's the author of confusion? And so you know where it's coming from. 
And then in First Corinthians chapter two, it says the man without the spirit cannot understand the things of God. Yeah. And so it's guiding them through it and it's just helping them along. Yeah. Remember at that point, you're not dealing with somebody who's a Christian or they're a babe in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so just like Des, we wouldn't fix him a plate, a steak right now because he can't handle that. Mm-hmm. So when you're dealing with someone who has no biblical knowledge or no concept of how to study the Bible, uh, no concept of the Holy Spirit or the Trinity, anything like that, you guiding them along. You think it's good to say, for, for instance, let's say I know a We'll use your guys' group, your Bible study group. Mm-hmm. I, from my experience, I look at you guys are more of advanced Bible study. Yeah. You know, you guys. It's break not down, for everybody. Yeah. You yeah. guys break down like stuff that, you know, not a typical newbie needs to. Right. Like stuff like tongues or stuff like. Uh, the Hebrew and the Greek. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Like stuff that. like yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. stuff that a, belie- a, a new believer doesn't necessarily need to right. dive into right away. What, if I'm talking to someone and I'm like, look, you know, we're talking about the Bible. I'm like, look, it's. This I know this Bible study that you can go to. In this situ- in that situation, it probably wouldn't be a good idea to bring a new believer into a more advanced Bible study like that because it'll be hard for them to understand it. Is that I don't know if you Right. Uh, you you absolutely correct. Um like I said, you have to feed them based on their needs and to help them to understand, to gain that understanding. And it, it really the fellowship of a Bible study is about relationships, mm-hmm. especially the men Bible study, our men's Bible study. It's about the relationship because when we started that Bible study over 25 years ago, mm-hmm. a lot of the men in that Bible study was not in service. They were not in ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think just about every man that uh, participated in that Bible study is not only in ministry, but they're in leadership now. Mm-hmm. And they're growing, and and so it has to be in in church. It has to be discipleship, mm-hmm. and that's what I think a lot of churches are weak in, and mm-hmm. in, in helping them build a relationship with individuals and guiding them along into the aspect of a relationship with Christ. So we're sitting here breaking down these steps, right? Mm-hmm. Like these, you know, steps that you could use. And I know, like, you could use this for, obviously, a non-believer, but can this you be utilized for a believer, too? So, like, step one is, you know, um, using questions to determine where God is working. Listen, um, listen. your only res- response should be um and uh-huh. You know, just basically mm-hmm. listening to their issues. Yeah. And then the second step is um, taking that their issues or problems and putting it, sending it or, sh- or talking, talking about it through using the Bible. Mm-hmm. So first step, second step. Do you think this could be utilized for people that are believers that may be off track a little bit or, um, I don't know, maybe doing something that might be that may not be of the word? Absolutely. Um, like I said, majority of professing believers do not know how to share Christ in a non-threatening way. And in in that, I mean, they apprehensive about about sharing Christ, and if they do, they're afraid of getting a question that they can't answer. Mm-hmm. And when I started off, I was that way. But I learned that you say, I don't know, but I'll find out. Mm-hmm. Or, good question, let us find out together and open up the Bible. Yeah, That is perfectly fine, because I don't know everything. You don't think that like, ch- challenges your validity? No, because what it does is promote the scriptures instead yeah. of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> when you guys was little and Christmas time came and on that box it said assembly required. Yeah. And I opened the box up, put the paper to the side, turned the box around, put everything out, spread it out and start putting it together. And then next thing you know, um, extra parts and all that. Why? Because I didn't go to the manual. Yeah. The question is, does the manufacturer know more about putting that item together than I do? Probably. So the manufacturer of the word, the Bible, will know more about his word, sharing it, his relationship, whatever it might be, whether you're talking about marriage, whether you're talking about finances, whether you're talking about business, whether you're talking about relationships, you go to the manual. Mm -hmm. And so if I open up the manual and we read it together, 
we're both now listening to God's instruction. We're both learning. Yeah. Yes. So never feel um, intimidated that you have to know everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the challenge that we have. And so, if, like I said, if you let the Bible speak and, and then they read it aloud, they're audibly hearing God's word. Mm-hmm. And then we just go through the scriptures. Yeah. And allow them to read it out loud. Um, but I will caution, know who you're talking to, because on the evangelism team, we're talking to people on the street that we never met before. And, and from gauging the conversation, you can pretty much tell because there's time that I know I've ran into people who had a challenge with reading. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're using the King James version. Well, you mean uh, challenges reading like they have a hard time reading like, yes. words? Oh, yes. Okay. And so you have to be cognitive of that. And so you can ask, would you mind reading this? You ask them the question, would you mind reading this? Mm. And that way, you know, a person who's not really um, can read very well, they won't feel a certain type of way. Is that nerve-wracking for you? Was that like the first time you went out with the evangelism team? Was you nervous? You're always nervous. Yeah, you're always nervous. When I'm new and, and and reading and studying the scriptures and then especially sharing Christ yeah. because you always say, what if they ask me a question I, I don't know? What if they don't like what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, But realize it's a win-win situation. Because we commanded in the Great Commission to go, yeah, and you know share the word, and so by me sharing the word, I'm obedient, mm-hmm. and it's not about them with me, uh, them accepting Christ right there. That's up to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we're just planting seeds. I used to hate that. Like I remember back in college, we used to sit at the caf- in the cafeteria. It'd be like three of us against like four or five other guys, you know, mm-hmm. five other guys had one way of believing three or four of us believe our certain way. And we used to always go back at it. But I was like, man, is it a point where like, this is pointless. Like all we're doing is talking about what we believe. We're showing this in the Bible. They're showing this from articles or whatever they're showing. It's just, it's like, is there ever a point where it's like, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I might need, just need to stop and just forget about it. Like, you know, God do the rest. Yeah, I think it's, it's understanding your purpose. Your purpose is just there to plant a seed. Yeah. And once you plant that seed. That used to frustrate me, though. Like, just listen. Because <clears throat> you're trying to get them to react a certain way. You're trying to get them to believe as you believe. You're mm-hmm. trying to get them to accept Christ. That's the problem. That's the problem. And you allow the Holy Spirit to do that. Mm. Sometimes I just want to kick them. <laughs> Hey, Lil, you married him. (laughs) He's been very violent lately. Today, he threw a paper straw wrapper at her. That's violent. Wow. And I didn't even hit him. I was like, we were sitting there. Paper straw wrapper. We went to go get breakfast. We went to go get breakfast. Listen, hold on. Hold on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I got to take off my stuff. uh, Wait. He's throwing stuff at my grandkid. Hear me out. (laughs) So, I'm sitting there. uh, Maybe we need to share Christ with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, step one, <laughs> ask questions to determine. Um, so we're sitting there, we're eating breakfast, and Des is sitting in the, um, you know. Car seat. Yeah, in the car seat in the in the booth. And I look at Ayla, I was like, Ayla, I kind of just want to throw something at him. And he's sitting there sleeping, he's like, one doing nothing, boring, you know. I just want to throw something at him. She's like, no, that's abuse. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm not going to throw a cup at him. I didn't say it was abuse. <laughs> you said it was abuse, and you was going to report me to the people. CPS. I was joking. Yeah, you but, made it seem but, like I was serious. No, nah, but that's what you said, though. You said you didn't say that. Okay, maybe we need to go share this with Ayla because you're out here lying. <laughs> but, so uh, she was like, no. And I was like, yeah. So I kind of like tied up the straw thing and whatever. And I threw it. But I missed him. Even if it hit him, it wasn't going to hurt him. But like, why do you want to hit your kid with anything? i seen this video. <laughs> and they, they this is kid running and they put it in slow mo and it's so funny and the father's behind with this automatic nerf gun and just bullets flying over the kid's head the kid's running and then you see him hitting him hitting his back and he's <laughs> falling to the ground i can't wait for those days that's funny to me yeah Why? like like that day we had went paintball shooting the paintball guns and it was in the winter <laughs> 
and the paint pellets got hard. <laughs> he shot me with him. I was like, ah! <laughs> it wasn't. It was on purpose, but <laughs> it wasn't out of you know. We didn't know it was frozen at that point. <laughs> they they hurt. already hurt. They hurt when they, yeah, they yeah. hurt when they pop. So imagine getting hit with a rock solid. <laughs> I was like, come on, man, we going in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but we had protection on it. We had helmets and stuff, so we were yeah. we were safe. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to step two. No, I have no more questions. So go ahead. <laughs> um. And sharing it with that non-threatening way. I mean, if people in your household, because a lot of times you have some situations where one spouse is a believer, one isn't, Mm -hmm. or one is more mature in the word than one, Mm -hmm. than the other. And they don't understand. And it's to lead them into understanding, not like I said before, Bible nunchucks. Yeah. It's leading them. So the Roman road, is part of the step two, sharing it with them. <laughs> uh, this is going to sound kind of goofy. But originally, the first time I heard Roman Road was like, what, I think a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I legit thought it was just a story in the Bible about the Roman Road. I didn't know it was literally the book of Romans and these series of scriptures that lead into the Roman Road. <laughs> yeah. You thought it was the Roman Road intersecting uh, Bible Boulevard? Something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> something. I just didn't think of it was that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Romans three twenty three, and you're reading that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and then you just ask, have them read that and say, what does that mean to you? And the emphasis is on the all, all have sinned, you, me, Ayla, everyone, because a lot of times I've seen individuals that go out with us and sharing the word. They share it in the spirit of, I have something that you don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're not sinner anymore because they accepted Christ, they're a believer. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, they're not controlled by sin anymore. And so it's explaining that. And you you build in a relationship with a person. And so especially if you're the, the individuals in, in your house, because I remember when I started reading the Bible, your mother was like, man, you're sure reading that a lot mm-hmm. because I wasn't saved. Yeah, heathens. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I <clears throat> when I said, look what God said I ought to be as a man and as a husband. And so when seeing that, naturally, you'd be like, well, how should I be as a woman and as a wife? That's how mom was? Yeah. And then we start reading stuff together and asking questions and and start growing in the knowledge. This uh, actually, if you look at it, it's kind of scary. Yeah, you know, can we go through a step by step? Like I'm this the guy on the street, and you're the. <laughs> Did we do that? The yeah. last one. <laughs> yeah, we just do it again. Okay. <laughs> no, let Ada do it. <clears throat> oh no! Just go through the. Just go through that. <clears throat> well, it's okay. now, now the thing is, is. Understanding how to break the ice. Wait, am I the guy on the street or is Ayla the guy on the street? You the guy on the street. Okay. Oh, wait, no. I don't want to be the person. Yeah, because you know he's going to be extra hard on you. So you be the person on the street. Yeah. And you. No! I don't. I want to have fun. No. (laughs) Fine. You two do it then. No. You. you, I don't want to. You should. All right, fine. Whatever. Ayla's the person on the street. Hello, person on the street. How are you going to break the ice? I am. Can you have my baby? <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> what? That's how you're gonna go up to? Oh my! I hope you don't go up to somebody else like that. That would that. be crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Woman on the street. One day we're gonna get married. We're gonna have a house in Canton, Ohio, and a kid. We're gonna name him Des. You just told everybody where we live. No, they know the city. They don't know the address. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, I don't know how to approach people on the street. Wait, why would I? Icebreaker. Okay. You have nice shoes. Uh, Okay. Wait, 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 wait. What did you about to say? I was about to give you you out some place. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, give me a scene. I'm at the mall. Give me a scene. Yeah. We're going to go full out with this. Give me a scene. (laughs) Okay. And character and go. My name is Daniel. Why can't you just be yourself? No. Okay. Okay, Okay. fine. Okay. The scene (laughs) is, you're at the mall. You're in the store. 
What store? Blended. <laughs> oh, shout out to Blended. Okay. We're in Blended in yeah. the mall. Yep. What am I wearing? What's my motivation? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. We're, <laughs> we're at the store in Blended. Yeah. Okay. I am looking at the honey. <laughs> Me? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. All right. I don't know. Hi. You like honey? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> um, sometimes I put it on my toast. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah. I like your shirt. It says strong belief triggers the mind. Actually, you probably wouldn't be wearing that if you. No. I don't know. Maybe you would be. Can we start over? End scene. Cut. Hi. <laughs> Hi. You like honey? Yeah, I do. How about you? I like honey too. The first time I saw about honey was in the Bible. You would not say that. I probably wouldn't. Dang it. Insane. But, Yo, hey, but uh, it is in honey. This know? is hard. Yeah. Why Why are you at the honey station? That's just what I'm doing. You know I'd be there. Keep going. Okay. That's good. Hey, why are you at the honey station? Oh, start over. Here we go. <laughs> and go. Hi. Hi. You like honey? <laughs> yeah, I do. I like do honey you? too. Yeah. Why are you at the honey station? All these store, all these little shops in here, and you at the honey station, which is good honey, by the way. Shout out to. Well, I just told you I like honey. Oh, you asked me. No, oh, have you been to all the <laughs> other booths here? Um, no, this is my first one. Oh, have you seen the seat God first booth? No, I haven't. Oh, what is your thoughts on God? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Wait. Oh. What? Step one: <laughs> use questions to determine where God is working. What do you do for a living? Um, I work with children. Oh, do you like that? Yeah, I do. Do you feel like, this is going to take forever. Do you feel like you have an an important um, role with dealing with children? Yeah, I think adults have a huge role with dealing with any children. How do you set your morals to talk, to tell a children what's right and what's wrong? See, this is hard because my my answer would be different. Than no, it's not you. Given. Your name is Aretha. Um, I don't know. I just was taught right from wrong. My parents raised me well. What's your guidelines for right or wrong? It's kind of deep for a first conversation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard for me to pretend to be somebody else because I don't know what they would say. Um, I don't know. I just do what my parents taught me. Oh, I don't. <laughs> my parents have been wrong my whole life. <laughs> uh, this is hard. Um, do you have any spiritual beliefs? If you don't mind me asking. Um, not necessarily. I think there's a God. Oh, do you believe in Jesus? Wait, that's not what it says. To you. Dad, this is hard. Just follow the script. Oh, my gosh. Okay, to you, who is Jesus? Um, I know that he was a man who came here. I know people believe. Hmm. Do you believe in heaven and hell? I believe in an afterlife. I don't necessarily know if I believe in heaven or hell. Uh, If you die right now, do you think, if you die right now, do you think you will go to heaven? And why? Um, Sure. Why? Because I think I'm a good person. If what you believe were not true, would you want to know? Oh, if what you believe were not true, would you like to know? I don't really care. You know? Dad, it says do nothing. Wait, I don't know what to do. Dad, you should have <laughs> did this. <laughs> this is this is hard because this is, I have the situation. We should have flipped. I would have been better at being the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that, yeah. that, I'm not saying that. You know, people that don't is jerks, but I, I would have been better at, at that. But that's where doing it over and over again okay. and realize all you're doing is planting the seed for her. You're not a, trying to convert her. You don't have the power to convert her. All you're doing is planting And that's the crazy seed. because in my head, even reading this, that was my mind. No. It's like, dang, at the end of this, she's going to be like, oh, hell, Jesus. <laughs> that was what's entering my head. No. Not yeah. all like H A I L. Yeah, hell to yeah, hell to Jesus. Yeah, because yeah, you sound like you said H E. No, they just sound the right. same. Yeah, because yeah, if you die without you. All right, can we do this? Let's do this. Okay, but here's here's the thing to remember in, in doing this. 
you don't have to have fear because by you just attempting it and doing it, you being obedient. I never done. You got a win-win situation. I've never done anything like this before. And like all and, of it has kind of just always like came up. Right. And see, that's why most professing Christians don't know how to do it. Should this be a goal with every conversation? It should. And now it doesn't have to necessarily be in this format because this is a non-threatening way that we do it. I feel threatened. Yeah, but because you <laughs> haven't done it. Yeah. And so if you're thinking about, look, dying without a relationship with Christ, a person goes to hell. Mm-hmm. So I don't want them to go to hell. Yeah. And I don't want to stand before God. And they say, when you had that opportunity to share my son with that person on the day in, in the mall and blend it, you didn't. Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Can we go through this again? See. Oh, go ahead. My go ahead. Bad. Never mind. Because it, it kind of goes back to the point of like, you're not. I'm thinking in my mind, if somebody were to come up to me like this as an uh, and I'm an unbeliever, mm-hmm. I'm literally not taking you seriously. Like. It's like when somebody comes up to your door and knocks on your door and it's like tries to sell us. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Well, we've done that too. We knocked on doors and sharing Christ with but, folks. But it's, it's having an icebreaker, you know, um, like with guys. So you can start off talking about football. Well, can we do this? I want to do this one more time. I want to try this okay. again. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just utilize what you're wearing. Should I do should I do it with Ayla again? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Am I the believer? Yes, you're the believer. Okay. I'm going to act like I am Look, you don't know him. You know? It's hard. You at Mount Union. Once you know me, it's like, dang, you can't 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 forget. Well, wait a minute, let me ask you this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The very first time you guys met, how did you conversate? I didn't. He did not. He did not talk. Okay. Yeah. Okay, the very first time y'all did talk, what? how did you start the conversation? I know you probably didn't. You she think probably I, did. I was like, you think I look good? <laughs> 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 All right, okay, let's do this. I think I got <clears> it. <throat> All right, um, can we do a different scene, though? Whatever. The mall whatever is too hard. Okay, whatever. Can we do Mount Union? Yeah. I just see her in a random place. Yeah. I got this. Watch this. Whoa. Yeah, here we go. You ready? Don't try to come at me spitting game. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I swear. I'm not. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You dropped this. You dropped your purple plus. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I noticed that your birthday is the day after mine, though. That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Mine is May 25th. Oh. <laughs> where are you from? Um, Small town. Probably wouldn't know where it is. What's the name of it? Saint, try me. St. Clairsville. Yeah. Never heard of that. <laughs> 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 what made you come all the way to Mount from St. Clairsville? Track. Why? I, I don't know. I guess I, they thought I was fast. <laughs> oh, I play football here. Oh, football. Whoa, why you say it like that? I, I don't know. What? I no, was, no. I was what told is to it? stay away from football. Players. Why? Uh, I don't know. What? No, I need to know this. Why? Because <laughs> I'm a football player. I don't want to fall in that stereotype. Why? Because you're a boy and you're a football player. Because of what? Wait, what? No, hold on. This is real. Wait, what? <laughs> Actually, it is a stereotype on Mount's campus. Uh, what? I know, I know. I'm just trying to hear what. Like, what's Because uh, uh, I heard the football players are players. Not all people are like that. I got the Holy Spirit in me, lady. Holy Spirit? Yeah. The Holy Spirit. You don't know who the Holy Spirit is? No. You know who Jesus is? In, yeah, I know. Yes, I guess. Do you believe in Jesus? Oh, um, I forgot the script. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Uh, I think that there is a God. Mm. Let me ask you this. If you die today, do you think you're going to heaven or hell? And why? I would like to say heaven. Why? 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 If you died and God is real, why would God let you into heaven? I just think I'm a good person. I try to do my best. Do you? If Okay, so if you, with what you believe... If there was more, would you want to know more? Uh, I would, as far as like the afterlife goes, would you want to know more? Yeah, I, I, that would be awesome if we could see. Boom, got her. That's it. <clears throat> wait, that yeah. was that. Wait, that's it. And then that you felt would... real for a second when she said football <laughs> players. That felt real. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 see the thing is, if you stick to the script, you can actually read it. 
read it from here. And then step two was, it tells you, let the Bible speak and then read the verse out loud. And then, you know, when they do it, so you would go to Romans 3.23 and, and say, would you read, would you mind reading this for me? But before that, wouldn't I take it to something talking about like salvation? You're doing it according to the script. Stay on script. Mm-hmm. And I say, you in shallow water here. You get off script. You're going in deep water because it would, it could open up questions that you're not prepared for. I guess. I suppose. Because remember, all you're doing is planting the seed. Okay. And so you, you would you mind reading this? Would you mind reading this? Number one on the list. <laughs> and it's Romans 3.23. Yeah, Romans 3.23. I feel like I would stop there. What do you mean? Because she's a heathen. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, I feel like I would stop there and be like, give you the scripture. You should look at this. Like that would end up being where I would stop. Then you're not leading them. And see, the the point is, if you go through here, because you got the scriptures, uh, all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. And then Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. And remember, after each time they read a scripture. What does that mean to you? Right. What does that say to you? What is this saying to you? This is very Daryl Sullins-ish, senior. No, I mean, I've, I didn't come up with this. It's yeah. this thing we developed. And and so by going to the scripture, you're allowing God to speak to their heart okay. instead of you. Let's go through all, because it's seven verses up here, little <clears> quick <throat> verses. So number one is all have sinned, Romans 3.23. Right. The second one is Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. Number three is John 3.3, 3, you must be born again. And if as, they ask, you ask, did, why did Jesus come to die? That's if yeah. they ask that. Right. Okay. And then so... Number four is John fourteen six. I am the way, the truth, and the light. Right. Mm-hmm. Number five is Romans ten nine to eleven. If you confess with your mo- with your mouth and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romans or six or number six is Second Corinthians five fifteen. No longer live for themselves. I don't know that one. And then uh, number seven is Revelations three twenty. I stand at the door and knock. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> And what? so when Say you're it. going through those, you remember you asking a question, what does that mean to you? Yeah. See, I feel like in that in our specific situation that we just did, yeah, I would probably give them a scripture that would make them curious. I feel like salvation scriptures are things that people hear all the time, like even if they're not believers. Yeah, all that sinned. Yeah, and so that wouldn't that. mean anything to me if I were an unbeliever because I'd be like. That's the point. Remember, you're not trying to save them. I guess it's yeah. the same thing. I can see that being true. Actually, when I think about it, yeah, it's almost like when we be doing like sales. Things. So why would you? Th- I can see. The yeah, thing is, why would you think that? I can. With, but I can see that if if we were explaining it for ourselves. But if we give it to them and ask them what it means to them, it now creates a conversation which can take it to a totally different level. So like, I definitely understand that. And I can see that because even with, like even when you say when you just give them scripture and leave it, I probably would have done the same thing. And then even with this, like I would give it to them and then give them the next one and keep moving versus having them have an input. And then we converse about the input, which would now break it down a little bit different, di- deeper. And it, it will show why it may be a different perspective than what they think it may be. So you don't think that would happen when you when you you said all have sinned? No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that's you what you ask them. That's yeah. What does that mean to you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like I because at first I would I was thinking like what Ayla was thinking, but when I actually thought about it, as far as like like doing gym programs and stuff, like everyone yeah. has heard oh calorie de- deficit, protein intake, all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. putting it in their wheelhouse where they have to respond to it, it changes it. You think about it differently. Dang, is the Bible like? Yeah, because <laughs> because a lot of times they, they haven't thought about it, they haven't heard it, and they never even considered it. Because especially when you said, "Okay, um, if you die today, where we go? Where would you go?" And they say, "Heaven." And then you ask them, "Well, why will God let you in?" Now they have to think on that. I've had that conversation. I've seen that, but I've never done the "all have sinned and fall short, or the wages of sin is death." Yeah, yeah. I guess it's hard to. I keep forgetting that. Technically, we're not, you know, you're not trying to Prove save it. them. Yeah. Like, you're not, it's... It, That's the Holy Spirit's job. Yeah. Like, in this circumstance, you're acting as a seed 
or like you're planting the seed, you're trying to plant right. the seed. You're the vessel, God. So even if through. they're even if they're like this person's trying to sell me this, it doesn't matter. They're do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why you conversating and allowing them to read it and you asking what do they think? Because by you saying, you know, Jesus died on the cross for you and doing this and you coming in with them. Now you're trying to convince them of that, but you're allowing the Bible to work. And even in my personal study, that's how I learned by me reading and I'm a visual learner. I'm visualizing this and that making a difference in the, in it, the Bible speaking to me, God speaking to me. So you want God to speak to them instead of you doing it. Cause you don't want the focus on you. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the other person that is, I, I believe that is the hardest thing when you sharing Christ with people. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to, I'm actually going to go do this, try this tomorrow on some people. <laughs> that sounds horrible, but I, I've never done, I've always done the heaven. Like if you die mm-hmm. today, because for me, that's the easiest way, which, I mean, I guess you got to find something that works for you. But I am going to try this, the all, all have sin and fall short. And, and don't be you. afraid just to have this out. Say, hey, I want to go through something with you. Or you mind if I take you through just something, going going through something with you? Or you mind if you we go through this together? At my point, in my point of life, or in my point of life, at my point in life. At this stage in life? At this stage in life. I really don't care. Like, I just do stuff now. Like, yeah, but remember, it's not about you. It's about them. I know. I'm talking yeah. about, like, because this was Daryl five years ago. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go talk. Right, right. Yeah, but, well, people, if someone <clears throat> I don't know, I probably still would do this. But people that I kind of know, I would do this one. I'm going to try try this tomorrow. Well, if they go up, up on the, the show notes from the last one, I think the show notes, for those who either emailed us or got the show notes, this is listed. Mm-hmm. I think you, if you put it up there, yeah, it's, it's up there. We'll send it out to anyone who emails us um, about it, and it's you can try it at home. And if you got a, a Bible study group, it's good to to practice on each other, just like you guys did. That so second time was fire. So you get comfortable with Sign it. Sign me up, <clears throat> me Denzel. Yeah, this thing is breaking the ice. And I remember when we did it at the church. Um, it was uh, the deacons and stuff. The first time we did it. I remember uh, it was another minister and I, and it when Mike Tyson had lost to Buster Douglas, mm-hmm. um, and I used that example. Just uh, the scene was we're at a bus stop. They give you a scene, and we're at a bus stop. We talking, man. Did you see the fight last night? Yeah, yeah. We talked the fight, man. I knew Tyson was going to lose in the beginning. I'm like, why? I was like, it was a spiritual thing. And they were like, spiritual thing. I say, man. Do you got any spiritual belief? You know, that's how I started it off. I used something like that to tie in mm. that. So don't put the pressure on yourself. Just live your life. I think, too, like, I think the hard part about this is going back up to step one, where you're asking if you believe, if what you believe were not true, would you want to know, or would you want to know more about what you may believe? And someone says no. I think that's the part where it might be like, dang, like you got to feel some type of way. It's like, dang, I, you know, and versus just, you know, kind of letting it go and then yeah. maybe re- coming back to it later down the line. Yeah. Or whatever. somebody else come behind you. Yeah. The, just like with my story, there were several people that I remember when I was in Okinawa, Japan, that shared Christ. It was a sergeant that shared Christ with me. And. And I, the one question that I remember him asking me was, well, how do you know you're a Christian? He asked me that. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember when I fumbled and bumbled through an uh, answer. But the next thing was me coming back to the States and a guy on the street mm-hmm. yelling the gospel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know that I accepted Christ. They don't know that I'm a believer. They don't know that I'm now a uh, in ministry and elder in the church and all that, but it's going to be counted unto them to righteousness because they planted a seed. Yeah. And so if we stay in that mindset that we don't have to try to answer all the questions there, you're not there to do a Bible study. You just plant the seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I this think is we my... should. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. You can go. No, that's good. 
<laughs> this is my takeaway for today. Um, one, I just is is more so for fear. Um, when it comes to sharing God's word, we got to remember that's not for us, you know. And we don't have to. That person doesn't necessarily have to believe what you believe, you know. In that moment, if they don't, you know, it's you know, you just leave it up to God. So, mm-hmm. um, go at it without fear and trust God throughout the process. Yeah, um, you can probably hear our child. <laughs> um, but yeah, the takeaway would be, um, for me, I think just going through the steps of this, it was hard to get out of that mode of you're not trying to save somebody. Like it's not, it's not necessarily onto you to do the whole full thing. Like here's Jesus, I'm walking you to him. That it's just about planting the seed, and the Holy Spirit will take over for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just live your life and, and allow God to work through you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Boom. Yo, let me find. Oh, here we go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. From this episode, we pray that you learned something new and gained a new perspective that blessed you. Visit us at www.nonegations.com to submit any questions about this episode you can also visit our, our site to, vi- to submit an email where we can send you um our show notes for this podcast the show notes are ideal for personal bible study group bible study or a quick reflection to find a specific subject matter men- mentioned in the show while you're there make sure you order and check out our new notifications apparel our see god first t-shirts and hats are ideal reminder during those challenging times to seek God first. Order it for yourself or a friend. And if you're in the Canton, Ohio area, make sure you check out Blended located in Belden Village Mall right next to the Macy's. And please bless this ministry with a like, comment, share, and or a five-star review. But until next time, deuces. <laughs>